welcome to Racing Incident, a Formula One podcast in an American accent. I'm Anna. And I'm Ellen. And I have, first of all, an announcement to make uh, that I think everyone's going to be very excited by. I have signed a contract to drive for the Alpine F1 team. <laughs> you know, that's so funny, Anna, because I was just going to come out and say that I'm actually driving for McLaren next year. Okay, cool. Cool. So we'll both be on the grid. We'll all right. Both be on the all grid. right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm not giving you any space just so you know, in the corners, like just putting it out there. You know, I'm entitled. Because I, I, as I'm much entitled as to I space. do not, <laughs> I do not like Max Verstappen, but I guarantee you I would drive like that. I feel. Oh, Totally. Embarrassed admitting this, but I'm just being honest. So, totally. uh, yeah, so look out. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why I love Subtitle. It's because he used to drive like that. Yeah, right, right. So, yeah, so, um, you know, I thought everyone would want to hear this announcement. I mean, I think it's as plausible a scenario as anything else that could happen. I'm, su- I'm surprised McLaren didn't try to sign you as well. Well, you know, I didn't want to mention that <laughs> I had heard from them. <laughs> But I don't want to be number two to Lando, so, you know, I, I, I had to turn them down. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I had a feeling they'd, they'd uh, you know, call you next, you know, go to the B team. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I told you I'm Max for seven. <laughs> oh, um, you know what? I'm Lewis Hamilton. I don't stoop that low. Okay, okay, yeah, I can. I could never aspire to that. I'll be honest. No, oh my God, no, I, I'm so petty. Never... <laughs> Good for you. Go for it. That's I. I. I could never. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, I. I hear Alpine's looking for someone, and uh, they've already been turned down by Oscar Piastri, yeah. who technically works for them. Get your resumes in, folks. <laughs> Hit go, indeed.com. So... Zip recruiter. <laughs> yeah. You know what? If if anybody's good with Photoshop, could you please make me a meme that's like a job posting on your recruiting website of choice, LinkedIn, ZipRecruiter? That wouldn't even be hard, I feel like. I don't know if you even need to know Photoshop. You could just like kind of cut and paste things, I think. That is way more um, advanced than... Yeah. I am not good at I know. That it's stuff. too much work. Too much work. Yeah. I don't do that. I'm not that kind of driver like George Russell with the PowerPoint. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I just, I just, I don't even yeah. know where I could even access a software to create something like that. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in theory, Wait. it's really easy in practice. No fucking clue. You won't have to worry about that at McLaren. They've got people on the comms and PR I'm, team. I would not be surprised if Adobe you. is a sponsor of McLaren. Yeah, I mean, everyone else in the yeah. world is. Why not it's, them? It is like Pokemon over there. They're trying to catch them all. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Pokemon is really more like, I think for, Fernando is playing Pokemon oh, with Formula One teams. Truly, like, and you know what? Can he drive for every <laughs> Formula One team that's on the grid? Maybe he could, you know, there's time's a waste, he, and, you know, he's not young, but... You know... Actually, let's let's just get into it on, on Fernando Alonso because <laughs> I think he is so funny. Like, he is such <laughs> a shit starter. It is hilarious. He's such a troll. And he's having fun while he's doing it, okay? He is like, yeah, I'm going to set this... Li- I'm, I'm going to light this place on fire. Like, he still is... <laughs> 
I think, salty about the fact that he got forced into retirement. So he's like, screw all of you. I have been patient. I've been biding my time, as any good revenge <laughs> story goes. And now, now it's his time to, to exact his revenge, you know? I mean, if by funny you mean, like, huge jackass, then okay. Oh, it's hilarious. Because it's so funny. I mean, like, I don't feel bad for any of these people. Like, they're all rich assholes who get to drive fancy cars well, for a living. I, okay, but, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't know. I mean, not everyone who works at a team is, is um, oh, you know, no, 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 no. extremely rich. Like, but they're not the ones who, getting, going to get ultimately screwed over. Like, they'll get another driver and they'll have a driver to work on. I mean, it's more like yeah, but it's, Zach Brown getting screwed over, like, Oh, well, yeah, I don't care about yeah. him getting screwed up. <laughs> or, like, um, you know, Oddmar. Like, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> Speaking of incredible memes, I don't know if you saw the one I posted it on our Twitter. Someone made this from, like, a Fox News um, segment where they talked about which world leaders are the greatest threats to world peace. And they had, like, percentages uh-huh. under each one. So there was, like, Putin, Kim Jong-un, you know, like, other people, you know. And uh, and then they were all, like, low percentages pretty, which I don't know how the... I don't know who came up with those percentages. They seemed, like, made up. Yeah, me, I was like, is, I see... It's Fox think... News, so probably it's made up. Yeah. Uh, like, so I think Kim, Kim Jong-un was, like, second highest... Uh, with well, I, I don't know who the real person was in the last box, but definitely not uh, the meme. meme it's has, yeah, no, the meme has Zach Brown in there, and his is like forty four percent. Like his <laughs> is like way higher than anyone else's, and I'm like, God. this is actually pretty accurate. Like yeah. this is not wrong. What, please, just you could put Alonzo in there. Tell me too, why maybe, you know McLaren is always at the center of just drama like since the beginning of i time. guess they're shady like you said they're so shady they're, you were right you they're were right, so apparently. shady i mean like spygate shady mm-hmm. it's very and i yeah. i thought okay maybe like ron dennis is gone but i don't know zach brown's pretty shady too um especially the indie car drama shady <laughs> well they're involved with all of it apparently yes, i mean yes, both, you know it's like <laughs> yeah both a uh, driver contract issues in open wheel racing or involve McLaren. And also too, you know, Fernando Alonso left McLaren and like he screwed them. Not no, he didn't screw them over. They were shady back then. But Alonso is always involved in this type of stuff and McLaren is always <laughs> yes. involved and it's just it's just so interesting. Honestly, I'm feeling pretty bad. I've been hard on him, you know, this season and general but I am feeling pretty sorry for Danny Ricardo, to be quite yes. honest, because they've just sort of like stepped on him with the heel of their boot and like ground him into the dirt. I like they are. I mean, it's it's one like and this is mostly Zach, I guess, because like I don't yeah, think anybody else. Has, I don't think Andrea Seidel has said anything really or he's not, you know, he's he's always um, saying he's, you know sticking up for him and he's supporting him and they're trying to do their best to get him to a better place performance wise. And they're trying to do all the things and whatever, but it's like, but here you're not, you haven't even said you're leaving, which is like, it's in his hands apparently unless they would, they'd have to pay him like a lot of money. They'd have to pay him basically his, I think it's like, Basically, they'd have to pay him for, like, his whole, like, he wouldn't be driving, and they'd still be paying him his salary. Yeah, so whoever did whoever did Danny Ricardo's deal, good for you. Like, Wait, That's just amazing. Good for you. You you, you got a good... I kind of hope that happens. I kind of do, too. Like, I have been saying this all season. Like, 
I don't think Daniel is driving well. Like, he's not. He's not driving yeah. like the Danny Ricardo we know. But I don't think that's been helped by McLaren. I, I think that they have consistently screwed him over with strategy. Like, yeah. especially this... No, it's true. Like, this past and then race, this other like, stuff, what? This drama with the, you know, with, uh, with them signing everybody, every you know, professional racing driver that exists to McLaren, you know, and all this talk constantly of, oh, is this person going to replace him? Is that person going to replace him? Now potentially ask Piastri to replace him. You know, that's, that that can't possibly be helpful when you're trying to dig yourself out of this hole that he's in. I'm sure that can only make things more difficult. And when you can't, because you have to be, to be performing at this level, you know, to be an athlete at this level, you, you have to have, you know, 100% focus and concentration and commitment to what you're doing. And I, I have to believe that even somebody who can shut things out and whatever, it's gonna, is going to be bothered. Oh, my by, God, yeah. You, know, you can't have 100% focus when there's, like, you know, all this talk constantly of, you know, are you going to be in the seat next year when Absolutely. you still have a contract? Absolutely. Well, and I have to say, it kind of seems like to me, this is like a pretty – pretty common tactic in professional sports or at least in American professional sports where they'll you know professional teams will do this thing where they will put on a front and say oh yeah we're supporting these players it's up to them to decide whether they leave or they go and that is true it is up to the the player or in this case the driver to leave or go but on the flip side, the team is basically doing everything in the background to get them to, to leave, to force them to leave. Oh, yeah. And so it's a it's yeah, like a PR like... way to be like, well, they chose to leave. It wasn't us. <laughs> totally. And it was like, well, totally, actually, totally. <laughs> you traded away all of their all the players they played with. You did yeah. all of these other really shitty things that made them not have confidence in this project. And, yeah, of course they wanted yeah. to leave. No, people don't want to be where they're not wanted, you know, for sure. Exactly. Like, and that's... You know, like, it's like, it's like, you know, the movie Office Space. (laughs) Remember when they're like, they they don't want to fire Milton, but they're trying to get him to leave anyway. So they like, they take away his favorite stapler. They like tell him he can't, then they stick him in the basement, like where there's no windows and anything. And then they tell him he has to like work on killing the rats down there or whatever. And like, it's, it's just one thing after another to try to get him. This is what they're doing to Danny Ricardo. Honestly, yeah, I think this is. And I think they thought, I think when they were, because very clearly... And we can get into, we should actually devote some proper time to Oscar Piastri, but, which we will. It's pretty clear to me that they have a contract with Piastri. Like, whether that is for actually for next year or if it's the following year, there's something there. Yeah. And I think they were banking on Daniel leaving. Yeah. I think they thought, well, he's going to leave. Yeah, now in retrospect, now when I think about it, now when I think about his, like, you know, his statement that he came out with, like, when he posted on Instagram, like, oh, I'm committed to McLaren, you know, whatever, I'm not going anywhere, I, I still want this, blah, blah, blah. Like, now that I think of it, there was actually, like, a deafening silence in response to that, wasn't there? Yes. <laughs> it was like, that's nice, because, Daniel. Because <laughs> McLaren knows, like, they know that Red Bull got absolutely, like, they lost so much goodwill with the fans for the way that they treated Daniel Ricardo, And I think that they know that if they did the exact same thing that Red Bull did or a version of that, they're going to lose a lot of goodwill. And a lot of fan, they, a lot of, a lot of the reason why they have as many fans as they do is because of Daniel Ricciardo. 
Totally. Like he has a totally. huge fan base, uh, a very loyal mm-hmm. fan base. And so they know that if they screw him over, which they're doing, like let's not make any mistake about it. They are absolutely screwing him <laughs> over and they have been. Um, you know, they know that that won't turn out well for them. Yeah, no, they are. They are. He's Milton. He's in the basement of yep. the MPC <laughs> right this very moment. Okay, he's down there with no snacks, no, no uh, nothing Somebody to get do. Him a pizza. No, you know, he's like in a. He, <laughs> he's, maybe he's allowed to go on the simulator. Like that's it. <laughs> They've moved it down to the basement. Yep. You don't. Even <laughs> he's got his own entrance, no. his own exit. Yeah, yeah. No water. <laughs> no. No, no anything. He does not have the drink. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, you just sit there until you decide that you would like to leave. It, exactly. Uh, at which point, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, I, I feel, I gotta I say I feel for him. Yeah. You know, again, these also rich people with a lot of money. But, uh, but yeah, I kind of hope that uh, he somehow gets, I mean, people have been saying maybe he would go back to, you know, what was Renault back then, yeah. now Alpine. I mean, again, they don't have anyone, unless, I mean, I guess there is a chance that they are, and they seem to think that there's a strong chance that they're going to win and whatever. There's like this, apparently there's like an FIA, uh, you know, arbitration court thing that like oh, oversees right. these mm-hmm. kind of contractual disputes. And so they will be the ones to decide. I, I guess everyone makes their case or however it works. They will decide, you know, what, what the situation is in terms of Oscar Piastri, does he have to uh, drive for them or not? Which, which, which also sets up a situation. Like what if they say yes, like he has to drive, like, can you, he's just told them to like fuck off. And what if they, it's decided that he has to drive for them? Like what, that's gotta be extremely awkward. Like I can't imagine that's going to go over well. Well, so why don't we actually, let's go back to the beginning and lay it out for our listeners who undoubtedly (laughs) know indubitably know the chain of events so first well it helps to recap there's been quite a few events there's been some (laughs) updates so first it's been eventful um yeah there's like so much to talk about that i we're not gonna be able to talk we're not gonna be able to talk about it all our our first real season last season was insane insane. and this is our first real silly season and it is again insane so i have to see say there's some kind of a pattern here for like insanity as long once we've gotten into this for the insanity has ensued okay there's been insanity before too fine but like we've brought some kind of chaos here and so i guess i'm sorry everyone although we're gluttons i shouldn't be sorry insanity. really because it, it makes things interesting you know right let's be honest yeah we love this i love it <laughs> so our... it would be boring if it was like uh no one's going anywhere no exactly you know, it was a, like changes, i thought the silly so. season was a little boring last year uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So not this time. Not this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know what? To be it's fair, very silly. to be fair, I don't think I could have handled this level of silly season plus everything yeah, else no, that true. was happening last year. It's either yeah. one or the other. Well, that worked out okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but let's recap. Yeah, it all so began our... with. The launching of a new Instagram account. Yes, our beloved Sebastian Vettel has decided to retire. Yeah. So congrats on your sad. retirement, Seb. We're very sad about it, but we're also very happy for you. Um, Here. You know, you deserve to have a life outside of F1, like real hobbies and passions, and be with your kids sure. and your wife. And Okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll allow it. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, so that yeah, as I I definitely feel for like because I mean I'm I'm very happy for his family. I'm sure they're thrilled. Yeah, because that's got to be super hard. Yeah, like, I remember Kimmy always talking about that. Like when you know his kids were you know when when kids are like real little, it's you know a little bit easier than. But once they get yeah. older and they know you're gone all this time, you know they it really is a struggle. Yeah, and like and, he probably um, wants to like so. go watch his. I think he has daughters like go play soccer or something you know like whatever they do it yeah. doesn't matter but yeah i i remember reading once or hearing so like he likes to um fix old motorbikes yes. or something like that like restore like things like so now he can do all these uh fun hobbies it'll be great yeah so we're very happy for him but very sad to see i still want him to go to the go. fia though yeah and like do something over there though like someday maybe not right away like because I feel like he could do something like this without a ton of travel. Um, totally. So like, I feel like there could be a way. Remote work is still, a thing, you know. This is the 21st century, okay? We can do a lot of things remotely and with, you know, Zoom and whatever. Like, it's it's not necessary to be there. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so only some jobs really require being there. So, so yeah. So, Seb left a big old hole there at... Aston Martin, which we thought, I mean, I definitely, I kind of thought that it was going to be like, I I didn't expect. <laughs> I, okay, so what was it? Monday morning? I don't even know. Yes, Monday morning we get this announcement uh, stating that Fernando Alonso has signed a contract with Aston Martin for next year. And it's a two-year contract plus an option, I think. Like a third year option. Yeah, I think so. Which is I, I, insane. I told you all. I I told you all. He's gonna have to be wheeled out uh, on a gurney or with a walker and a cane. Like this man's not going anywhere. Oh no. Well, and so this he's addicted to Formula One. I was gonna say. I feel like now. Okay, so now, as you all know, Fernando Alonso is currently driving for Alpine. Next year, he'll be driving for Aston Martin. Um, now. Aston, or excuse me, Alpine did not know that he signed a contract with Aston Martin until it was literally <laughs> announced. We all release. found out at the same time. <laughs> Alpine thought that it was basically a done deal that he was going to re-sign his contract. Uh... And Alpine was pushing for Fernando Alonso to drive one more year with, a, with an option, but the option would be on the team side, not on the driver's side. So that means... Alpine would have the option to keep him on for a third year or another, excuse me, another year, which we all know is BS because they weren't super quiet about the fact that they wanted Piastri in the seat for 2023. Now in Alpine's ideal world, it would have been Fernando for one more year. Next year, have Piastri at a lower level team like a Williams to kind of work out the kinks, be a rookie in a seat that doesn't not a you know, they're considering themselves a top tier top tier team, but you know, which apparently I'm I was surprised to uh find out actually. I didn't know that until all the events of this week and then all the surrounding discussion about it that that um I thought that that was almost going to well, no one knew for sure whether Piastri was going to uh potentially go to Williams, but it it seemed to be a uh, very very um, strong possibility, yes. but apparently P. 
Piastri and his team were like, nah, no, we don't want that. No, they were not into the whole Williams thing. Which they were not having it. I, to be honest like, with you, I'm kind of like... Uh, Piastri's like a... Piastri's like a G. Like, I'm impressed. Oh. You know what I mean? I know Mark Weber's his manager, so maybe it's all on him. But, like, Piastri's like, he's not... He's a dog. You know... Uh, he's got I mean, that inner I'm dog. Like, I, uh, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. He's I mean, he's, he was like, Williams, nah. Good enough for George Russell, not for me. But I, but I will say, <laughs> I will say, though, that I think that George Russell is smarter for having gone the Williams route. Because he has, he has perfected his driving in a shitty car. When you come into yeah, but he definitely didn't want to be there. Oh for three no, he years, didn't. Like, but I think that his his yeah. driving is better for it. So, you know, it's one of those yeah. things. Um, that being said, Piastri is a dog. He has got. He has <laughs> yeah, got I mean, that I'm like dog. Good for you, Oscar. <laughs> Wherever you land, I mean, I, merch <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, but for what team? <laughs> for what Not going to lie, if it's McLaren, don't I don't know yet. if I can do it. But you can, it'll have to be like a multicolored shirt to cover all the possible bases. Yes. You know, maybe so if he has some, some personal papaya, some blue, some, you know, <laughs> like put them all on there just in yes. case. So basically, Alpine has found themselves in this situation because they tried to have their cake and eat it too. Um, yeah. And I think really what threw a wrench in this plan, because it was looking like this was going to be the plan. What really threw the wrench in this plan was that Seb Vettel decided to retire. And Fernando was like, Hey, yeah. I could take that seat <laughs> and screw a bunch of people over, which you know, he loves to do. Yeah, but do you, what do you think he's seeing? Like, what have they told him? So, that that would lead him to believe that this is going to be because I can't imagine. I am sure there is a giant giant pile of money involved. Yes, but like I, everyone knows, Fernando's not. You know, like he wants to be competing at a fairly high yeah. level. Like he doesn't want to be driving around where Aston Martin's been driving around this season. You know. To be fair, Aston Martin did hire a Red Bull engineer. Yeah, yeah, that's And the true. car is going to be des- designed for, by that yeah, Red Bull engineer for next have year. Big hopes for next year's car, yeah, because of that. But I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, that's one guy. I mean, hopefully. I mean, I mean, he can, I guess, I guess he can have hopefully a huge impact, you know. I, suppose. I mean, is he going to get anywhere with the Alpine? I mean, maybe he knows that the ceiling's not there. And maybe. it's better. You're right. He, like, yeah. there could be, there could potentially be a higher ceiling at Aston Martin. Yeah. Whether, whether they'll I mean, get we'll there see. or not is the question, but. <laughs> or like one of our, somebody replied to one of our tweets is like, El Plan is apparently driving for 17th, for P17, you know. I don't think that is El Plan. So, I mean, you know, he's going to, uh, I guess, Aston have given him some kind of uh, indicate. I mean, they are doing all this stuff. They are building that whole big factory and their own wind tunnel and all this. And uh, eventually maybe these things will come to fruition. Um, and I guess that's what he thinks is, yeah. you know, at least a possibility. So, well, you know, um, I was listening yeah. to Shift F1, I believe, and they were talking mm-hmm. about how Fernando is kind of, he comes in and he takes over. Yeah, I think that's very true. And honestly, yeah. Aston Martin could use somebody like that. Like, maybe he just yeah, is like, this is an opportunity for me to come in and 
run the, run show. the show like and you know yeah bgm yeah yeah i think there's something to that you're right and maybe maybe there is a place for that although i i i don't know i mean the thing is the dynamic i'm really interested in that i'm going to be interested in seeing is him and lauren stroll you know he keeps saying that they're friends and they've known each other a long time and all this but i'm like these are two huge personalities gigantic personalities huge egos he, you know like i'm this will be interesting that's all I think i'm it'll saying be interesting I mean, with maybe Lance. they'll be on the same page <laughs> it'll be very interesting with yeah Lance. um well i mean what do you mean like he's he's off to you know i mean yeah <laughs> i don't think there's gonna be any big issues there i feel like you know we'll, we'll see in terms of We'll see, but um, yeah, I so so yeah. So then Alonzo uh, announced he's going to Aston yeah, Martin. Yeah, he says uh, again, adios, yes. deuces, oh. goodbye again. <laughs> Alpine finding out via the press release, same as everyone else. Can you imagine? Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like, you're like uh, you. This would be like if you're like a celebrity couple and you like file for divorce, and your partner finds out because they see it like on yeah. TMZ. You know, like like Chriselle. <laughs> like right deep cut like surprise (laughs) you know it's uh that's that's gotta sting a little i mean i don't know what's wrong with all these people that their communication skills are so poor although in alonzo's case i feel like it's obviously deliberate very can you imagine now that it's gonna be like the rest of the season's gonna be kind of awkward very weird i gotta say (laughs) i cannot wait for this drive to survive episode oh my god Oh my god. It's going to have to be more than one episode probably. There's, there's Well, or they'll try to yeah. they'll try to shove it all in one I'm I guess. Sure they they don't will. have that many to work with. Yeah. They but I'm like episodes. are the Ferrari strategists moonlighting over at Alpine in terms of like driver <laughs> management? Like what is that what's happening? I don't know. <laughs> Oh that's, my god! That's what it seems. You know what? Like. We haven't even talked about the race yet, but we need to finish. Um, I know, I know so, the race is. Yeah, I mean, shortly after. I mean, the race. You know you what? Know, what is there okay, to say? Here, quick recap of the race: Verstappen wins. <laughs> Hamilton second. Hey. Yeah. Third. Second time. Same podium. Same podium. Was it's literally the is same. George Russell. Yeah. Hey boo. Uh, some summation after getting his pole position though. That's, this Which is very is true. Exciting. Very exciting for him. Yeah. Um, main takeaway of Hungary, Ferrari is terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. They are so bad. Um, again. Again. Like, just truly clownish. <laughs> I didn't think it could get any worse in France, and it somehow got worse. Benotto just left. I wouldn't say it's their most embarrassing blunder. Like, that might still be Monaco for me. Fair. Like that's you know, or or what else, or the the other. Yeah, I mean those. I think it's probably not the worst one, but you know, it's it's a long, big ranking here. You know, you'd be talking about ranking a lot of blunders, so it's a, there's a lot of leeway there be a to, great to go. Article. You know, if another team ranking Ferraris. <laughs> yeah, if another team had done this one, you'd be like, oh, that's horrible, Ferrari. You're just like, ah, oh, it's a day that ends in Y. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna start referring <laughs> anytime a, a team bins it. Now I'm just gonna call it pulling a Ferrari. Um, I think people are already using that. Good, because it's it's accurate. Think, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't understand. Like, I really don't understand that that hard tire decision. I do so not. Bad. Like, there were there were a few other. I guess I, I don't know. They must maybe they thought because there were a few 
there were some drivers that were doing they didn't, okay on it. No, like they Linda didn't even take data right on, on it. it during free practice. Why would you put a driver on drivers yeah, who didn't take data right. on? I know. It's like, what are you doing? I, mean, I don't. It's yeah. just it's just vibes over there. It's vibes. So that was our interlude about the race. It was yeah. I mean, Ferrari, you know. the only note, <laughs> not the only noteworthy story from that race, but the most important story is that Ferrari. I mean, they they kissed goodbye to the championship last week. Last week, in my opinion, but yeah. this was like really like a final like. This is the nail in the coffin. Yeah. goodbye. Yeah, it's it's bad. I mean, it's you know, I did hear this interview with Charles where he's like, no, you know, I I have to still believe, you know, until it's mathematically impossible. I have to believe it's I'm about like, to be for you, about to be mathematically impossible. Like next I know, weekend, I know, I know probably. Yeah. Like, what are they thinking? Like, like Austin? Know, like, that's not that far away. Uh, I don't know. I'm like, listen. I I was actually like, I was like, good for you, Charles. I'm like, that's you know, I have to take my hat off to you because I would not be able to maintain that that level of hope at all. I would have already been like, but I guess that's what you you know. I guess that's why I'm not. Driving a Formula One car, although I did sign that contract with Alpine, of course. <laughs> but uh, it's okay; I'll get my attitude more yeah, in next, line next with year. where it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. Once you know, I gotta really get started. Uh, but yeah, uh, Charles, you know, he was like, he definitely was. I have to say that he's. I think maybe there's some hope in that. You know how we've always talked about like that Ferrari lacks any accountability yeah. and any like ability to be like that was wrong. In fact. <laughs> In the interview I heard that he did with Andrew Benson from BBC, uh, Andrew Benson, like, directly asked him that. I was kind of, like, almost a little bit uncomfortable and, like, screwed good, listening good to for it. Andrew Benson. Because I was like, I was like, oh, my God, he's gone and said the thing out loud. He was like, because he basically, like, asked him. He was like, is there, you know, do people, is, is there an admission of, you know, when you've made the wrong call? And, and Charles did seem to say that he, and he definitely seems like he makes the, not just for himself personally, but he was able to say that they've made, you know, these strategic blunders and all these things. And I feel like there's even maybe a little hint of that with Bonotto, maybe this week. I feel like there was some because well, different things I read that he said, you know, he did, he still did his usual like song and dances, like, you know, like, oh, it was, this is why we did that. And that was why we took this decision. And I'm like, just say that you, you made the wrong call. It's not hard. Yeah. You know? And he, he sort of kind of, so at least I felt like it was more of that, a little yeah. bit more than some of the past ones. So maybe there's hope yet. I don't know. Yeah, well, just a quick side note about Ferrari. What I find is really interesting is they have this really collective team mindset, which I think is great. Right. But ultimately, as a team principal, the buck stops with you. And either you put the people in place that do the job or you get fired. Yeah. So yeah, take I mean, you have to clean up. You have to clean up house, or to, or you get sacked yourself. Yeah. He just seems not willing to do it for whatever reason. You know, I mean, I, he needs yeah, to go in there and clean house. Like, I, I, fire everyone. <laughs> like, I hate to say that, but like, yeah, I was reading. Apparently, the the head of strategy has been the head of strategy for a while now, and is partly responsible for some major blunders they've had in like twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. And yeah, I'm like, I know. What? I'm like, why is this person still, why have, a still have a job? Like, now and we love, so Ferrari would never have know, stood for this. We love employment, and people should be given second chances. But like, oh my god, what? 
Well, how many more chances do you need? Like, <laughs> Yeah, second chances is one thing. But when you're on your, like, uh, 75th chance, you know, maybe it's enough already. Right, and again, you this know? is probably just the American in us where, like, a coach screws up once and then they're fired and black blacklisted from the <laughs> professional sports league for the rest of their lives. We don't need to be that drastic, but, you know, maybe some consequences to actions would be good. Something obviously needs to change. Something. I mean, you know, you can see that they just do not have whatever that drive is that, you know, the that you see in the other top teams where you see that they are just, you know, I mean, they so say precise. they do. Ferrari's like, it's, it's very weird. It's like that they say they do, that they say that they have this, you know, this passion and this history and this, all this, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm not seeing it guys. Because like, it is, it's, it's, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, the, you know, the famous like thing about Toto that like he talked about, like people have to, people at Mercedes will have a photo of like their, um, uh, the person who has their job at like the other, uh, their, let's say their main competitor's team, you know, sitting there by their desk or whatever and have to and be thinking about like, well, what is that person doing? How are they trying to, you know, take things a step further, taking a step forward? How, you know, how are they thinking about what their, uh, what their job is and how can I do a better job than them? I can't see it for our, <laughs> no. I, I don't know. I like don't know. Red Bull and Mercedes are just so precise I mean, that's not to say they don't have faults. You know, sometimes they had bad pit stops. Sometimes they make bad strategy calls, usually on the Merck side more than the Red Bull side. Yeah. But. And they're, and it pains me to say this, but Red Bull is for sure the most, like. They're on they it. They seem to be just, yeah, they're, I mean, you know, I got to, I always, I say credit where credit's due. Oh and God, yeah. they, 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 they deserve the credit. I must say they have, uh, she's, I feel like her profile's, uh, um, you know, gone up a lot over the past week and after the Hungarian Grand Prix, their strategist is a woman. Hannah Smith. So I'm, I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm just putting it out there just as a, you know, just as a general thought, maybe get a lady, a Ferrari. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you could use a lot of, I feel like you could use more ladies there in general. Like it's a sausage factory over there, guys. I mean, like, like every F- F1 team is, let's be honest, but I feel like it's, Somehow more so, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know what the numbers are, of course, for sure. But, um, yeah. Also, so I don't know. I said her name was Hannah Smith. It's Hannah Schmitz. I apologize. Yeah, it's, it's Schmitz, yeah. She's, uh, yeah. Good. Go, Hannah. You know, yeah. um, she's obviously very, very good at her job. You need to get someone like that, Ferrari. Brilliant. <laughs> like, this is not... <laughs> they all they they could they they figured out how to build a good car sort of i mean you know there's some reliability issues etc uh and and also with the what happened with the pace in in the hungarian grand prix what happened to the pace of the car which they said that was one of the problems was not just you know their screw-ups but that the car wasn't as fast for some reason um as compared to um as compared to during qualifying so, I mean, I still, to me, these things are, like, such a, like, I, it just drives me insane how, like, this can happen. Like, what did you, what did you do to the car? Why is it slower? <laughs> like, you can't even, I thought you can't even make that many changes when the, you're, you're in Park Fermi. Like, I don't understand. What did you, I mean, did you not put the duct tape in the right place <laughs> there? You know, like, what? <laughs> well, on that note, 
<laughs> yeah, so that was the race. Yeah. Let's let us turn back to to Oscar Piastri. So shortly after this is actually a good interlude that we talked about the race because it did feel like ten hours in between when Aston Martin announced that Fernando Alonso would be joining them and when Alpine said something. Yeah. Alpine announces <laughs> after, you know, Fernando announces going to Aston Martin that Oscar Piastri will be driving for Alpine in 2023. Now we're all like, yes, this is great. Finally, Oscar Piastri has a seat. Let's go. <laughs> no. A couple hours later. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> A couple hours later, Oscar Piastri says, Oscar Piastri, excuse me, he says, actually, I am not. I don't have a contract with them. But he might. But he might. He, so, yeah. so here's here's the thing. I, I think that, so he does have a contract. He's, a res- he's the reserve driver currently for Alpine. And he, he was a junior. He's in, he's in their system. I, I think that Alpine thinks that their contract, that he is contractually contractually obliged to drive for them next year because he's being promoted. Well, they obviously think that. Yeah. That's why they, they put out that press release. And they, you know, and it's it's funny. I actually thought when people were saying that there was no quote from him, I was like, eh, you know, whatever. Like, maybe that's just uh, uh, an oversight. And he, but he didn't also, him not posting anything, like, on social media. Then when I realized that was the case, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, it's not really looking too good, you know. Because, I, and it was just like, it's just, it's it's crazy how it's exactly like the, except that, uh, uh, like, the IndyCar situation with Alex Pillow, you know, where they, except there they made up a quote that they put into, well, of course, all quotes and press releases are made up, by the way. Let me just explain that to everyone right now. Nobody's like going to the person or the CEO or the whoever, when you read a quote in a press release, that's just something. They do have to okay it, though. They do have to be like, okay, yeah, that, that sounds good. You know, like, put that in. Um, that's something but, I would say if I was made, asked. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but then there was, you know, the people were all making a thing of that there was no quote from Oscar. and But meanwhile, uh, when Chip Ganassi Racing announced that Alex Pillow would race for them, they did have a quote from him. And I was like, ah, no quote. You know, who? I mean, you can make one up. Uh, Alex's was apparently fake, and he had no knowledge of them doing that. But it was, but then it was this, like, exact same situation exact same type of tweet without my knowledge (laughs) without my you know whatever like they put this out but I will not be driving for them it's like ouch yeah guys what are we doing ouch no response from Alpine to that thus far yeah so we're we're recording this super late this week on a Wednesday night and there's been nothing from Alpine so far um, in response, because, yeah, they're probably getting ready for whatever they have to present to this court. <laughs> so now, usually the way an arbitration works is to, the two sides come together. It's kind of like a trial, kind of not. It's like an extra judicial trial. And by that, I mean it's just yeah. not dealt with in the court system. So Yeah, because this is not a real court. Just to be clear, you know, it's, it's, um, no, but you can, you can do, of, you know, yeah. arbitrations, like companies go into arbitration all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, it's an option, but usually the way it works is the two sides, there's usually three arbitrators. So 
each side appoints one and then there's a third one that both have to approve or is and maybe in this case they're all like FIA approved it it changes but then they yeah. will present their case and arbitrators will go away review the facts make a decision and then that's yeah. that yeah so this could this could still be a little while before we find out what's going on um so you know strap it down and hang tight yeah. cuz yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna know the outcome of all this like tomorrow or the day after or anything. So it's gonna yeah. be um, it's gonna be interesting. What <laughs> what scenario would you like to what see? What's I, your, what do you what think? I what would, would like you want to, to have? Happen? What I want to happen is I want Daniel Ricardo to go to Alpine, okay. and I want Piastri and McLaren. I mean, I think Alpine screwed it up. Like they they screwed it up. They should not have let. The fact that they let both Fernando Alonso and Piastri go is so insane. It's just It's yeah. so insane to me. <laughs> I mean, good for it's good for Arcon. He got that long term deal. He was like, Y'all are stupid. I'm taking your money. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So good for him. Um <laughs> he made the, yeah, that he's, was the, he's the winner. He is the real winner in yeah. this situation. I mean, I guess we'll see. They well, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, him and oh. I don't remember how him and Danny got on. I think, I think okay, they got on okay. Right? Yeah, they were. Yeah, I think it was. All um, right. I will say though that um, F one contracts are like as useless as a wet napkin. Like yes, they don't really mean anything. Clearly, so <laughs> you know who knows. But I don't. You're supposed to at least like pretend like they do, though, Zach Brown. I'm talking to you, literally. <laughs> I think that like, I don't think Daniel should stay at McLaren. He's very clearly not yeah. wanted. And part of me is like, well, you should just yeah. stay out of spite. But I don't know if that's really helping anyone. No, no. It's certainly not going to help have you. Them pay you a giant pile of money like they will have yeah. to. Get your, get go your to check. Alpine. You still get to go to Vegas. We all know we want to see we him, race, see in him race in Vegas. Like, that's and like, Everyone's living for that. I don't think he ever should have left Renault to begin with. I don't. I yeah, thought. I think that's the I stupidest know. thing he ever did. I people will say he shouldn't have left Red Bull. No, he absolutely should have left left Red Bull. But yeah, no, I. Yeah. I don't think he ever should have left Renault. Yeah, he might. Yeah, it might have been good to. I mean, you know, it made sense at the time. I'm sure, and of course, again, McLaren did pay oh. him a giant pile. And of money it wouldn't also, be so surprising to me that Zach Brown made up some shit to get him to come. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Since we know... I'm telling he, you, threat to world peace. He loves to just this sign drivers. A, he's a threat to... Okay, not world peace. F1 paddock peace. Yeah. And, you know, it'll be... You it know? would be very interesting to see if Piastri went to McLaren. Would McLaren throw Lando under the bus? Oh, I don't I don't think so. I mean, there and of course we'll see how he does. I mean, Lando, we don't know. We don't know I, that yet. There's Piastri no way is supposedly gonna, I mean, this once in a generational talent. He's supposed yes, but he's, you know, I think people are saying he's on that same, you know, in that same echelon of like uh Charles or George or, you know, those guys and but they also like you do still come in, you know, as a rookie, you still do have a lot to learn and, you know, a lot um a lot to to you know it's a steep learning curve that's why he sure. should have went to williams F1, it's, it's a, yeah well <laughs> he's like no i'm sorry i mean Char- Char- williams, I don't Char- know did a year at sauber i mean 
He did, yeah, he did, yeah. I know, no, but you know, I mean, Oscar apparently is, yeah. There, I don't know, Golden Boy. He's too good for that. Uh, Williams, I don't know her. Uh, that's he's. he's like, I did see this tweet that was like, honestly, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if Red Bull snaps him up. And like, well, but how can I? Well, I when I was about to say that. Checo has a contract, but we've already covered that they're wet napkins. So. Yeah, no, they would they would probably put them um, yeah. in. They'd get rid of Sonoda or Gasly, throw them into Alphatari, let him hang out there for a year, and then <laughs> t- bring him up to the the team to mow Checo. Yeah, and then knows? he'd have to fight it who out knows? with Max, and whoever wins wins. Yeah, I mean they okay, they've, they've thrown they threw they've thrown so many drivers under the bus like they would. If yeah. they thought if they yeah. genuinely thought somebody was better than Max, they'd have no problem throwing Max. Oh yeah, bus. no, no. There's just there's not anyone right, right. now, and uh, there's not. I mean, I have to say, I'm like, I'm I'm already like freaked out that this is going to be like constant Max dominance era. Even if Mercedes gets back, if Mercedes gets back to you know where they were before, um, yeah, we do. George is still there for forever i don't know a long time i'm sure you know whatever and he's very good but lewis you know however much longer he's going to be there which uh actually we do know that he that was just announced that he did um extend for so he's going to be there for two more seasons oh, good. at least so yay for that and also just in other uh less dramatic news than uh all the stuff with oscar piastri and etc is that um alex albon uh yes. signed uh for another two years at Williams, which I think is great. I love that for him. I think he's doing great over there. I think he's uh, feeling very, um, you know, appreciated and respected. I think he's uh, helping that team um, move forward, hopefully, and he'll continue to do that, I think. Yeah. And, and who knows, then, if, he, if things keep going well in the after he's done a few more years there, maybe he could uh, get a spot at a, um, at a better team or... Yeah, I mean, Williams hopefully will improve, but, you know... Let's I'm happy for him. It's not going to happen immediately or whatever, so... But, yeah, I'm happy for him. Um, happy that Lewis is staying for two more years. Uh, and, yeah, I, I did mean to... Uh, I was going to ask you how you were feeling. Uh, some people are calling it Piastri Gate, and I know how much you hate that. I have not seen that, <laughs> so thank God, because I hate that. <laughs> it was, like, trending in, like... Uh, I mean, it was only in a corner of Twitter, obviously, whatever, but, like, it was apparently trending. Uh, which, uh, yeah, I think that was our um, listener, Hector, let us know about that. I was like, oh, I was like, I told him, I told him straight up, I'm like, I know Elle will not be happy about this. If everyone recalls, Elle is very against the gate uh, 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 suffix being used for things that are not political scandals. Not, no, not even, um, I'm okay. the, I don't, we should just stop using it in general. Not everything. Or just that it's overused. Not yeah. everything. Okay. <laughs> Watergate was really bad. Nothing. The only thing that has come close was January 6th to like how bad that was for our country. Not that I was alive during Watergate, but it was bad. No. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I know, but it almost feels like some of the, it almost feels like a lot of things since then have been worse or maybe that's just because, you know, we experienced them. That's, that's fair. That's fair. But, but, you know, um, it, I just like it's so it's just overdone. <laughs> okay. It's just overdone. Well, I won't so be calling done. it that. Don't worry. I don't want to offend your delicate sensibilities. Um, so, 
<laughs> okay, Mr. Darcy. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. I love Pride and Prejudice. Okay. Me too. Um uh-huh. We're gonna when we should like totally one day we should like do like a uh, who uh, which uh, characters in Jane Austen <laughs> would like all the drivers be or like the you know we could we could basically figure out all the casts for um, all the well, different yeah um, that I think that would be amazing we should do that someday. we should do that I was gonna say we I could, feel like hmm. There's a lot of good options. There's a lot of good options. There's a lot of good who, would, options. who would Mr. Yeah. Darcy be? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one. Oh, it's a tough you're one. not going to like it's... my answer. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Who? It's definitely Max Verstappen. No, yeah? no way. Yeah. No way. I'm sorry. Mr. Darcy's no, an asshole. No, 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 no. Yes, but not. But then he was also like a good person, though, too. So I, I don't know, maybe there's some of that in Max. I don't know. But it can't like, be Lewis because Lewis is too I, nice. No, 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 it's not Lewis. It's not Lewis for sure. It's not. Max no, Max is like the guy who like uh um that uh uh Mr. What is his name? Oh god. Oh god, it's left me. Anyway, we'll 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 devote more time to this in the Yes, absolutely. Sure. Um I did want to touch on the uh before we um run out of time, um I did <laughs> I did feel like we have to mention this moronic campaign that F1 is doing uh, about, you know, abuse online and in person, I guess, too. Like, I don't know. They're, like, conflating these two things that have nothing to do with one another. I mean, they kind of have mushed them together. They did mention, like, they mentioned, like, abuse, you know, I feel, and I feel like that must be the reason why this is happening is because of, you know, all the stuff that yeah. went down in Austria, et cetera. Uh, and, and then, but I'm like, and then they've all been, they've always, you know, kind of complained about, uh, online harassment of things and they've always made a huge deal out of when there's, well, not when it's about Lewis, but you know, when like Nikki Latifi got, um, abuse, you know, after Abu Dhabi and things like that, you know, there's been a, I'm not saying that's like good and that those things are okay that happened, but like the, the level of. Uh, a big deal that gets made out of these things though is a bit ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like it's like they're so, but I don't know, maybe now with this campaign, they've made that helpful graphic showing people how to report and block. <laughs> I'm like, I, I mean, I genuinely, I sat there and I stared at it for like five minutes straight. And I was like, D- what am I, uh, what am I looking at here? Like does some, do people not know how to do this? Well, like, I, that's I, a privilege I, I wish I understand. had, but I don't because I see some absolutely terrible shit on the internet every day. I I can't understand that. Like these, yeah, these platforms are, um, you know, shitty in the sense that they don't, you know, that they're not incentivized to crack down on abuse. And um, but there's also there are some mechanisms for blocking it from you not having to see it for getting, you know, it's it's not. Uh, that difficult <laughs> like it's a lot easier than than the 75 buttons on a formula one steering wheel i'm here to tell you like if you can figure that out i think you can figure out how to block someone or how to report them or you know i mean reporting is like if you want to you just want the easy way out you just block okay it's it's not hard not hard i it just to me it's just like it's so like when they put out stuff like this it's just like I'm all like, I'm like embarrassed on their behalf. You know what I mean? I'm 
I'm like, guys, I'm embarrassed for you because this is not normal to like, do you, can you think of any other sport or professional league or things that where somebody's like done a thing like this where they, and they were there constantly, incessantly complaining about this alleged, and like the people who are uh, presenters and journalists, people often complaining Mm -hmm. about the toxicity and the, I'm like, guys, like, do you, have you, I mean, have you never been on the internet? Is it your first time here? <laughs> like, are you are you new here? I don't understand. I don't get this like first time this preciousness. Yeah, this like the there there's this like preciousness and this like you know that we're an untouched jewel. Well, I think it's mostly men. Uh, well, yes. I mean, of course. <laughs> I, sometimes I see this these things where it's like, what do you mean you hate me? And I'm like, yeah. They're a misandrist. They hate men. Like, yeah. surprise. <laughs> They're not going to be nice to you. Um, I mean, it's just like this, like, who like who acts this way? Like, you're supposed to be professional people in a professional space doing, like, this is, uh, I mean, it's just silly. And then, like, the stuff that the, um, so they have this, you know, the video and, like, each driver, like, says a piece of the thing, you know, and I specifically was, taken aback by the um I think it was Lando who said this piece I mean I'm sure it was like you know I'm sure they didn't choose which piece they were saying or whatever so it's not significant that it was Lando just that it stuck out of my mind as um you know I think he said the piece where it was like abusive uh people aren't our fans I was but like they yeah, are. but they actually are they though actually yeah are, though. they are they are your fans and and that um negating that is Kind of like trying to whitewash. Yes, yeah, like you actually don't get to you know? choose who your fans are. Yeah, you don't. And but the only thing you can do is you can lead by example, and you can you can be the type of person or organization or group or whatever the case may be that sets the kind of example that people who are abusive assholes wouldn't want to follow. Also, you, you know, people who are abusive don't believe that they're being abusive. Like, right. genuinely, most of those people think what they're doing is an okay thing to do. Yeah, yeah. They're not going home and being like, oh, my God, I'm so oh, mad. Oh, what a long day of being abusive. Like, no. They, yeah. They genuinely, think, they genuinely people, think that they're, yeah. like, in the right. So, yeah, no. So they're probably nodding like, along, like, yeah, we don't like abusive yeah, people either. Yeah, those people that burned Mercedes merch, you know, didn't go home and cry into their pillows, like, in, in with guilt and shame. Yeah. Like, they did not. So, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's so ham fisted and like completely wrong headed. And I mean, it, they got, you know, taken apart for it justifiably. People were like, what is this? (laughs) Like, you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) Like this is, and this is, that's the real issue I take with it. Not just that this negating that abusive people aren't your fans because they are, sorry. Uh, like it's just, it's like. You know, I, I thought about it as like it's like you're standing in front of like a house that's burning and instead of being like, How can I put out this fire? you're complaining about the heat. <laughs> you're like, it's really hot you're here like, so, by this like, burning turn house. This down? Yeah. They're like, you know, it's like so you're complaining about the heat and you're telling others like how to with your little graphics, you're showing you're telling them like, here's how you keep cool in front of a burning house, like here's what to do. You know? Like, Not it's how just... do you put the fire out. It's how to keep cool. 
yeah, yeah. Here's here's how you deal with it. Like, which you know is okay. Something that needs to be done. But Both like, are good. Put out the fire, guys. You have to deal with the root causes. How many times do we have to say this? Like, you are not. And then, but on the other side of it, again, there's people in in online uh, spaces, people who can say whatever they want uh, from an anonymous account, you know, whatever. This is the way it is. There's, uh, I mean, you don't even have to, like, I do not believe that all that uh, when Will Buxton or somebody else complains about getting abused, I'm like, I need to see the proof and I need to see what you're actually seeing. Because, I mean, people who, especially people who have, um, ver who have verified status, like on Twitter, for example, you don't even see most stuff. Like, I'm not even verified or, or like our show account, but there's a lot of stuff like you don't even see it. You'd have to, you have to, like, when you go to, like, you have your mentions and you have, like, people, you know, there's, like, that thing that says, like, show me additional stuff that may contain offensive mm -hmm. content, whatever. You have to, like, opt into that. And then a lot of stuff you just don't even see. It gets um, filtered. It, there's something called the quality filter on, on Twitter. It used to be that I was only for verified accounts, and then it got rolled out to everyone. And so there's really not a lot of, like, it, like this is not the, again... Stop trying to keep yourself cool in front of the burning house. Instead, put out the fire. Instead, work on the things that made the house set on fire to begin with. Because the social media platforms are not going to help you with this. Like, you're not going to, you know, there's no, I feel like there was a little bit of over overtone of that, too. Like, oh, they, they should try to, like, guys, like, it, it's been tried. Like, there's <laughs> so many people have this issue and have learned to, uh, manage it and deal with it and still do their jobs and still um, be able to, you know, communicate with the people that they want to communicate with in a constructive manner. I believe in you. You can do it too. Like there's no, and you, you can't tell me that like these, you know, there, or again, there's like things that you, like people have lamented. People where I remember were sad, like uh, Lance Stroll has had to often, I guess, turn off comments on his Instagram for example, things like that, people good people and people lamented, and I'm like, yeah, okay, it's a little bit like again, this is a tool that exists to be able to if you don't want to see uh, crappy shit that will you know be upsetting to you, then you have a way of preventing it, and you know, and I don't believe that there's some uh, right we all have to comment on someone's posts or things like that, like. So if, uh, if you really think it's that sad that he's not going to see your little triple heart emoji or whatever, like, you know, get over it. Like, it's not, it's, it's. <laughs> well, on that note. Anyway, I've gone, I've gone off topic, but uh, the thing is dumb and like, please instead deal with the root causes of these types of things and then realize that some element of it is always going to be a thing, you know, in sport and online communities in there, you know, I mean, everyone... Somehow, everyone else is able to accept and deal with it except Formula One. Formula One's like, ah, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> like, again, there's this, this preciousness, this, like, like we're special. Like, that's, yeah. that's no, you're, you're not special, but sorry. you know who is special? I think I know what you're going to say. One of our <laughs> very favorite listeners. Totally. Is yes, winner it is that time. Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week. Yeah, Yay. yeah, and it came from our uh, one of our faves, Hector, Hector Rodriguez, who we love, Rocket of Cheddar. course, at Rocket Cheddar, which is a super cool name. Yeah. Despite um, him being a Packers fan, 
<laughs> Wait, is he? Yes. No, I thought he wasn't. Is he? Yes. Oh, oh, I'm thinking. Okay, okay. Oh, all right. Well, we still see. That's that's the level of our love is that we can still we still uh, appreciate you even though you're Packers. I mean, that's hard for me to say, but I mean, if he was a maybe, if, yeah, if he was like a Red Bull fan or a Max Verstappen fan, George Hallis is rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I feel bad. Um, okay. So, but uh, what um, Hector's yes. tweet, which is our tweet yes. of the week winner, was in response to our uh, continued appreciation of Valtteri Bottas's uh, bucket hat era, which so good. continued. Yeah, which wasn't just at Paul Ricard. Uh, but, I mean, for all I know, there could have been many bucket hats before it, but I felt like it was really at the forefront at Paul Ricard, which, of course, everyone was wearing those bucket hats, which were super cute. And um, should I buy one? Listeners, let me know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think so. I, okay, the shipping is insane. So, listeners, before you let Elle know whether she should or not, you should know that it's like $20 shipping for a $20 hat. So it's extremely huge ripoff, but it is a cute hat. I don't know. I mean, I'm my vote is for yes. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm really good at spending other people's money. So, it's, you know, I'm like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> if it was me, I'd probably be like, mm, yeah, I don't know. Um, so, but yeah, uh, Valtteri, I think he looked among the best and those, he's got like the right head for like the bucket hat. I feel like it's, it's somehow a good shape. And then, uh, he continued the trend in his, uh, he had one of his, um, girlfriend's, uh, uh, um, cycling races he was wearing another lovely bucket hat there. It was like a red and white checkered one, and that was the one I posted and said that we're loving the Valtteri Bottas uh, bucket hat era. And um, Hector said, <laughs> waiting for the bucket hat bare-ass crossover photo, <laughs> which <laughs> I have to say now I would really love to see that. Now that that's been put out there. Right on the, the crown. I... I think that that's the logical next step. So, Valtteri, if you're listening. Yeah, somebody um, clip this and send it next... to him. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's totally listening. But, you know, so if anyone else, if anyone knows Valtteri's listening, let him know. I think that should be the next photo that gets, um, you know, auctioned off for charity or whatever. Uh, I mean, you know, you could put a you could put a message on the hat. You could do a lot of things with it. Oh, I want could, uh, I want the the image on the hat, and then I wanted to say Valtteri Bottas. Yeah, like yeah. embroidered. Yeah, that would that would be good too. <laughs> like very pretty. Yeah, like in, yeah. in script, like cursive. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Let's make it happen, <laughs> someone. Okay. <laughs> All righty, guys. And that is it for this week. We are, of course, entering the summer break, but don't worry. We will still be here every week. Uh, we'll uh, have, um, I'm not sure yet if we're going to, we, we're going to have possibly some interviews. We're going to possibly uh, watch some silly movies. I have one that I think we need to watch. It's this like dorky carding movie on Netflix. I think we should do that. Yes. Potentially, we're going to do a lot of, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll um, let us know if there's things yeah, that you, want us to talk about? you guys want us to do. Yeah, let us know, and um, you can let us know by emailing us uh, at uh, racingincidentpod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at racing underscore incident, and then Instagram's the same thing. Um, and, yeah, let us know if there are things, if there are, do you want us to, like, 
watch an old race maybe and like oh that would be a like great that. idea we could, yeah yeah if there's or yeah if there's, we're up for whatever there's been so much that's been happening this season if we didn't talk about anything you want us to talk about yeah totally happy yeah, to do know. that let us know um yeah if you have uh any ideas we're open to them but yeah we've got a lot of uh, ones of our own and um hopefully you will enjoy them over the summer break while you know we're sad that there's no f1 but we're gonna make it as fun for you as possible we promise so um yeah i guess uh on that note uh we will say bye thank you so much for listening we are an independent podcast made with love and we appreciate each and every one of you who listens racing incident is hosted by me anna tarkov and ellen nolly it is produced by myself and ellen and editing and tech support is by tim rodriguez Charles, what's happened with Max? Nothing, just an incident on the race.